of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Storms yesterday, pretty today. It's the third week in a row of storms, followed by morning, Matt, morning, Derek, beautiful day. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what has happened under the water. It's every single week. Storms come through. Oh, my God. Let's go out early. What's going to happen? And Same song, third verse. That's, that's what you're saying. That's Same it. song, third verse. Three straight weeks of Todd Demers. Is, is Todd Demers still around? I, don't I watch uh, Ron Childress is who I get the most. Check it uh, out. We do Ron Childress. I do some Joey Solopec on Fox 13 okay. News. Okay. Uh, and then what's the guy, the uh, Jim Jaggers, yep. some yep. Jim Jaggers doing yep. the bike rides. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, we hit them all up, but we, it was got pretty scary south of us. You know, luckily, I think everybody here was okay. Hopefully, everybody made it through the storms, uh, which leads us now to a beautiful day today. If it is a beautiful Thursday or beautiful Friday, only one thing I can think to do uh, in this kind of market. Uh, take the top off of the Jeep, roll the windows down, ride around, admire this wonderful city that we call home, Hernando, Mississippi, DeSoto County at large. If you're looking to move to DeSoto County or move into Hernando, please consider contacting our 2022 presenting sponsor, the number one real estate team in DeSoto County by far. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying or selling side of residential real estate. They were recently voted DeSoto's Best for the fifth time. Now's a great time to list your home. And if you're planning to do that, you want to hire the best when it comes to selling your home. And the best, again, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. Give them your address. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your zip code, how long houses are staying on the market, how fast they're closing. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you want from your realtor to help you make the best decision when it comes to your home. Give them a call today at 662-449-1700. That's 662 662-449- 449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can do a full home search anywhere in the Mid-South at teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch, C-O-U-C-H.com for a full home search anywhere in the Mid-South. Don't go into this very hot DeSoto County market alone. Hire the best. Work with the best. Work with people that have had experience with closing attorneys, title work, had the good and the bad when it comes to residential real estate. Brian and Terry, ready to serve you. Remember, every home needs a couch. Well, Derek, we joked uh, off air before we hit record on the uh, Under the Water Tower podcast that there's not a lot going on under the water tower. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's Easter week. Kids are off. Uh, Monday, kids are off. and you know, as, so we, as people are listening to this, their kids are with them versus being dropped off. Definitely, you know, you know that your kids are home or they're having to be yeah. found to go somewhere. Um, and so because of that, uh, Matt, I searched and searched and searched. There's a couple of statewide stuff that... Didn't really, I mean, overall, I guess it affects everybody in the state, but nothing really to talk about. And locally, just really not much going on. Now, we did have some things discussed at the Planning Commission, which you and I kind of skipped. And I mean, those usually go a couple hours long. We kind of picked little parts to watch here and there. Um, so there's a couple things that we can maybe just touch on briefly. Uh, but the main time, you know, I guess once we do that, let's, let's you know, kind of touch on that and then maybe go back and just kind of discuss what this week 
really means, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, our beliefs uh, and then, you know, having to see everybody, you know, hopefully having a good Easter. And so just kind of want to touch on that today because really on the local news front, uh, I think there's some actually some uh, offices taken off tomorrow too. So on the local news front, just not a lot going on, which is not great for a podcast when no, you're trying to give information. Well, uh, it's, but, not, it's not great for a podcast where you and I are dads, employees, employers, busy, et cetera. We'd love to give you an hour-long show of Derek and I just goofing off and having fun, but, man, we're, we're both just hair on fire busy. Well, it's, also, uh, it's, and, and, it's van and, season right now for me. Yeah, and we want to give you content, and we will have some good shout-outs that are coming up sure. we're going to discuss. We do have all the sports recaps we're going to go for you. But on the news, it was just kind of light. So I do want to talk about a couple things on the Planning Commission. Uh, you'll be, you know, There have been talks of warehouses coming to Hernando, more warehouses. Uh, the Planning Commission did decide to deny uh, the application that came uh, before them this, this past week. There's been a couple multi-acre projects uh, just around and outside the city that are also being looked at and discussed. Uh, well, I mean, obviously they pertain to the city, uh, but they're right on the edge and the borders of the city that you know came uh, before the uh, Planning Commission this week. Now, a couple of those, and, and the reason we don't talk about the Planning Commission every month is because the majority of those that are passed have to go to the Alderman meeting anyway, so you will hear about those that were recommended to the Alderman meeting uh, on t- our Tuesday show, and then, of course, we'll recap what the Alderman think on our next Friday show. And then the ones that are denied, they can be appealed, but they're appealed to the next month, which means that the, any ones that were um, denied this past Tuesday, which, again, we mentioned the, uh, there were a couple of warehouses that were denied, those will be pushed to the May, I think you said it was May 17th meeting. That's if they want to appeal. That's right. If they That's want correct. to appeal, we would not be able to discuss those until May 17th uh, at the Alderman meeting so again it's not that we don't want to pay attention the planning commission does a great job they've got a lot of responsibility again they are they you know they're appointed by the alderman each one from each district each ward and so they do a great job and they really protect and to have the lookout for our city but at the same time a lot of those motions that are made uh one was a, a rezoning that was denied to trying to get to go to c2 around the green tea area and the other ones were warehouses just north of 269 both of those were denied on, on get well so that's north of 269 on get well big hundred plus acre piece of property mm-hmm. that was a very that took up a good bit of the, the thing and remember there you can always look at these you can go to youtube you can go to the city of hernando mississippi on their page and you can you can watch every alderman meeting every planning commission that's something that they started doing in the last six months because they're uh really you know feel very adamant that transparency is something that they're uh, interested in so they do such a good job man i can't say it enough with the you've got the full screen of the board and then you the people that walk up to the podium you can sit there and watch them as well so i mean very well covered uh just good videos uh, hernando mississippi government yes yeah i think the only thing that and again this is kind of a, a more toward the video itself the only negative comment or the only critique i only say negative comment the only critique is that they i have had a couple people email us and say I wish they would show the plans. Correct. When they come What's on, the, on screen. the screen, yes. All right. So when the wait, so the, I'm not saying to add a third camera, but there was a way to maybe take the Correct. podium camera and move it toward the screen whenever a presenter is talking about something because that is the one negative. Like when there was the dog shelter, right. we didn't really get to see the pictures on the screen. When they put their budgets up there, we really can't see the numbers on the screen. And, and I know it may be very small on your computer or TV anyway, but. At least the ability, especially the drawings, to be yeah. able to see those. I think that would be very good, and, and that's a great suggestion. Uh, again, a couple people have written us about that, so we will continue just to kind of ask Gia if that's something that she could do. But in the meantime, we don't like to talk about things that were denied. Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, but these are larger projects. These are something that I think both of uh, of us feel 
could come back in the future with uh, a better plan and or more conversation. So we wanted to make aware, please go watch the Planning Commission meeting from this past Tuesday if you're interested in either one of those. Uh, Again, C2 property off of Green Tea Road, just a rezoning. That was only a rezoning. And then the other one was a denial of a warehouse application. Again, as you said, at Getwell on 269. So we could see those appeal to May. Uh, The Alderman may have more information. We will see. Uh, But until that time, we will discuss the ones that were recommended to the Alderman meeting, both on Tuesday and Friday of next week. And again, Derek, I mean, not that we're trying to run from responsibility when it comes to podcasts, but at the end of the day, we do have other things that we uh, do in our lives. So uh, we appreciate the listeners of the UTW podcast for sure as we continue to grow and people that support us. Uh, Derek, it's kind of funny. I had five different people mentioned to me from our show last week when I mentioned my uncomfortableness about it is Holy Week, yes, but my uncomfortableness about the Hernando High School prom being on Good Friday. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. I had five people tell me they 100% agree with me. It's just – it's 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 very – last night in our youth group, the, the gentleman that spoke last night, Rob Brown, our assistant youth pastor there, uh, talked about that. He's from Hernando. I would venture to say he went to prom on Good Friday, yeah. and he mentioned it during his, his uh, speech or his spill, obviously talking about – uh, safety for everybody and, and prayers for everyone's safety and make good decisions. That's definitely what he was was speaking of. But it just felt very – it feels uncomfortable to have prom on Good Friday. Uh, again, in the Christian faith, that's celebrated as the day Jesus died. And we'll talk more about that here in just a few minutes. Uh, but to me, it just it, it just seems uncomfortable. And uh, I wish they would uh, look at something else, maybe a different date. I know it's convenient that they're off on Friday. Let the seniors and juniors or let people go into prom off at noon on Friday. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Well, Matt, I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm my only answer to that is that they're off every Saturday. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, every prom not, I ever had was like, on Saturday. Yeah, every prom I ever went every to was on Saturday. Yeah. Yes, it's on Saturday. Like, yeah. And I went. My our prom was in February. So if you take February first through May first, I understand graduation. You don't want to get too close. But for right. February, there's there's a lot of twelve Saturdays, Saturdays at yeah. least, maybe thirteen, depending on how the weeks fall. That's a lot of Saturdays. A lot just of Saturdays. To pick, again, not a spring break Saturday. Sure. Not an Easter Saturday. Any other Saturdays fair game? I mean, I, like they're off every Saturday. Right. It's, it every is guaranteed Saturday. they're off on Saturday. Last time I checked, we did not go to school. <laughs> Unless Corey Elselton uh, says, does set something else uh, <laughs> up a bit different. Uh, you know, something else, Derek, speaking of Corey Elselton, I uh, saw Corey on Tuesday night, had the opportunity. I called you off air about this. Um, I just want to say uh, Hannah Grace is part of the Superintendent's Youth Leadership Council. A group of probably seems to be about 35, 40 kids will be heading to a trip uh, this coming end of April. And I joked with you, but I don't mind saying here because, again, we're, we're looking for things to talk about. I mentioned to you, hey, it's like the ultimate guys trip. Uh, the trip that they're taking. So visit with Corey the other day. He's actually going to fly out and be a part of the trip as much as he can. Um, but uh, leave on Friday morning. Go straight from here to Dallas, Texas, Grapevine, Texas. Stay at the let's just go the Gaylord Opryland Hotel out there. Mm-hmm. Most people know what I'm talking about. The Gaylord property out there. Uh, then they're going to go to Top Golf. Which, in case listeners didn't realize this, as you listen, they just announced a new Top Golf in Memphis. That's right. This week that will be happening. So Top Golf out in Dallas. They'll go to that. Then they'll go to dinner. Uh, they wake up the next day. They get to go tour all around the stockyards in Fort Worth, which is awesome. Shopping is awesome out there. And then they go to rodeo. 
that night, which I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, Derek, but the rodeo may be my favorite thing, uh, event. Of I, I've, all I've, been a, I've never been to a large one. I've been to small rodeos, you know, South Mississippi, South, small rodeos, but they're a lot of fun. I mean, the, the people really get into it, uh, especially if you have bull riding. That's it. If you have bull riding, that makes the night. I mean, you could have everything else. Barrel racing's great. You know, all the other stuff. Uh, calf roping's awesome, but bull riding makes the event. My dream job is a rodeo announcer. One hundred percent. I thought you were going to say rodeo clown. No, not a rodeo clown. Some people climb. would say I'm already doing that, but uh, rodeo announcing literally would be a dream job of mine. That's weird. I know it sounds crazy, but man, if I could sit on a horse and just sit there and ride around the arena and talk about the the different contestants coming up and you know how they they ride around the beginning and it's yeah. got the lady coming around with the yeah. coming around with the American flag. I went to a rodeo at Lander Center. Every single human fell off the animal all night long, <laughs> including. The girl, the, the rodeo the queen, flag. who goes around with the American flag, she got to turn number three oh. and fell off her horse. We should have known right there it was going to be a bad night. Well, it's going to be a bad night for the humans. But anyway, so let me let me keep you going. So we got the rodeo show. Well, no, on I, I want to make sure that one of my one of a very underrated movie for me is uh, Eight Seconds. Oh my gosh, are you kidding seconds. me? Lane Frost. Hey, Lane what? Frost. Tough Hedeman. Like, if you have not seen that movie, I mean, first of all, I'm about to start crying <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Okay. He's but, riding for Lane now. That's it. That's <laughs> oh what a movie. God, what a movie. Hey, look, quick story there. From probably maybe my sophomore year, maybe sophomore and junior year, all the girls in my grade saw that movie and only dated cowboys for a year. <laughs> they only dated cowboys. Look. It sucked because I was mad because I was jealous. Because you were like, not what a do, cowboy. What do I have to do here? What do I have to do? <laughs> you got to buy you boots know, and a hat. <laughs> you got to buy some chaps. <laughs> Uh, you got to look like Luke Perry, and uh, there you go. That's it. There you I, go. I don't. I, well, Luke Perry was much thinner than me. I would look more like the uh, Cody guy, the heavy set guy. That tough Hedman was that? No, no, that was tough Hedman, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm saying I would look more like him. Anyway, yeah. we digress. So then on that's Saturday night. Then on Sunday, on Sunday they wake up, get to sleep in, but wake up on Sunday they get to go watch the Braves and the Rangers game awesome. at, at the Rangers beautiful ballpark, a new ballpark, new like, ballpark, yeah. brand new ballpark, and then possibly get to see and meet Austin Riley. From Desoto County, yep, which is awesome. And then on Friday, uh, then on uh, Monday, when they're traveling home on Monday, they wake up, leave the Gaylord property, and uh, head to Cowboy Stadium and get a VIP AT&T, AT&T, AT&T Stadium. Stadium and get to tour that a VIP tour of that. Like I said, great job putting this together. It's like the ultimate guys trip. I did that night. Said, hey, if any any, any adults <laughs> back out, um, I'm in. Let's say some of them test positive for COVID or something. I'm in, and I'd love to go on this trip. So uh, shout out to Corey Osselton and the SYLC group for putting together uh, a really fun trip yeah. for these and kids. Absolutely no doubt. Like I would love for a uh, travel agent to put that together for me and say, hey, look, we got this all lined up for you. You just got to show up and, and, and walk. Pay your money and uh, let's, go. let's go. No yeah. offense, but I, I'd rather go there than Washington, D.C. That sounds a lot more fun. Well, I mean, if you have those things laid out for you like right. that That's and plan for you, absolutely. Yes, and I mean, you know the property out there. The Gaylord property is probably amazing, like just like yeah. the Upperland Hotel. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Corey Oselton and that team there at DCS for uh, those young people. I want to say about 35 or so. I know Hernando has – Seems like Hernando has, uh, you know, maybe more kids than, than kind of the other schools in the county, but uh, a, a, a good number of Hernando kids will be going. I actually um, spoke to that group back last in October. Uh, they're a great group. Uh, it's a great group of kids, and I mean, they had a lot of good questions for me when I spoke to them. Could not be happier for them, and I think it's a great uh, program that they do every year, and really hope that they have a safe time and a happy time. And uh, I think all of us would uh, be able to like to take that trip. But uh, congratulations to them, and just on a, a great year. I know they're juniors and seniors, especially the seniors getting to go out like that uh, for their, I guess, last leadership program is just a, a great way to go out. Well, they didn't get to go last year. 
So that's I mean, right, just, a, just a really true. neat thing. And, and you know, hey, we'll spend we'll spend some time talking about eight seconds. We'll spend some time talking about the rodeo one time. People, most people would not know that, but that that is probably a uh, bucket list thing for me to do. If I had another profession where I knew my life was going to be okay and good and fun, I, I mean, I would have been a rodeo announcer. I loved it. Our hometown fair has a really good rodeo, good professional rodeo, and I always admired that guy who got to announce that rodeo um, each and every year. So I know it sounds crazy, and people are sitting there just yelling at their radios like, man, are we talking about this right now? But I'm telling you, there's not a lot going on right here under the water tower. So we appreciate you guys letting us uh, kind of clown around for a little while on this Good Friday podcast. And Derek, with all the rain and beautiful weather outside, it is time to uh, time to get out there and start mowing the grass. And if you're looking for help when it comes to your lawn, look no further than our longtime sponsor, Green King Spray Services. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. And once Green King has your lawn looking exactly the way you want it, that gives an opportunity for our next sponsor to help you when it comes to mowing your lawn. I'm speaking, of course, about our longtime sponsor, Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. His services include leaf removal, tree trimming, stump grinding, fence repair, gate repair, new fence construction, spring cleanups, you name it. On the outside of your home or business, if you need help with a project, call Richard. Let him come out, take a look, give you a price. If he can't do the job, he'll help you find someone who can. Call him today at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find more information about Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Again, that's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Thank you, Green King and Williams Services for continuing to be longtime sponsors of the UTW podcast. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. So excited to continue welcoming back our newest sponsor, our seasonal sponsor. I speak, of course, about the Hernando Farmer's Market. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the rich simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It's truly a fresh, local experience. The Farmer's Market will be back to its regular hours from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday, April 30th. However, we'll talk more about it. There will be a special kickoff coming up. We'll talk more about that in just a moment in our DeSoto County shout-outs. Some of the vendors this year will be Davis Meat Company, Jones Orchard, 
Precision Sharp, Black Sheep Hot Sauce, and many, many more. They will begin the season Saturday, April 30th from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. with over 40 vendors. Again, that's 40 vendors right here on the beautiful Hernando Square every Saturday until October 29th. And they'll also do a special farmer's market sale on November 12th. So glad to welcome back the Hernando Farmer's Market, one of the best farmer's markets in the state of Mississippi, definitely one of the best ones in the entire Mid-South. Get out Saturday, April 30th to kick off the Hernando Farmers Market. Well, Derek, I was not able to attend the uh, fashion show last night, but I know no, it was didn't yeah, make it. I heard it was successful. Seven different stores were represented. I think everybody had a very nice time. A good friend of ours, our landlord, which we won't say her by name, but our landlord is actually was going to model. So that's good. Oh, really? Yeah, it was going to model. So that, that was, I, I didn't miss that. Yeah, then. you I did miss I did. that. I exactly. Miss that. A beautiful night to have it, though. Absolutely. Oh, it's perfect. Night. Perfect night. I mean, outside would have been a good night, but just beautiful night. Congratulations to the Chamber of Commerce on hopefully a very, uh, you know, as we record this, obviously it's happening tonight, but uh, hopefully a very successful event and, and the first of many. Yeah. You know, the first of many, definitely. So definitely a, a shout out to the Hernando Main Street Chamber of Commerce. Our DeSoto County shout outs this week, we're going to kind of take you through the rest of April. But as you listen to this, tomorrow night, Saturday, April 6th, 16th, the singer-songwriter event, a special event we continue to talk about for the last three weeks, songwriter event taking place at Lynch Ranch, Derek. Lynch Ranch benefiting whom? Benefiting the Mid-South Therapeutic Riding Center. This is the Mid-South Therapeutic Riding Center. Again, equestrian therapy, equine therapy that they do for people with disabilities, people with sometimes uh, emotional issues that they may have. Equine therapy has been shown to really uh, kind of bring a calming, relaxing state to them uh, as they ride. We've, uh, I've been out there personally, Matt, you've been out there personally to see this in the past. And it's just a really good therapy session that they're able to do that we have remember We're part of a group that actually sponsors uh, riders for this. And so uh, just a great thing they to do but another fundraiser they're having this is the first time for them to do it to partner up with mississippi music and it's going to be two as you said saturday night april 16th at 7 30 p.m the address to lynch ranch is 2910 fog road south in hernando again 2910 fog road south in hernando now you have to go to mississippi music Com. I'm going to spell this one time, M-I-S-S-I-H-I-P-P-I-E, music.com, all together. So again, go to that website. Uh, you'll see a ticket. There'll be the, uh, the link right there you can click on. Go ahead and pre-purchase your tickets. Again, 730 Saturday night at Lynch Ranch, 2910 Fog Road South. Come out and support uh, the singer-songwriters, Grace Askew, Stephen Michael, and Mallory Everett. It's going to be a great time. If they can get this weather right here, I know there's some rain, I think, Saturday morning right now. I believe Saturday evening looks good, so they're going to look out with that, and uh, just going to be a great night to come out there and support them, show support, again, for the singer-songwriters, and also monetarily show your support by helping out the Mid-South Therapeutic Writing Center. Definitely want to encourage all of our listeners to go to the website, MississippiMusic.com, buy your tickets there. Definitely want to do that. They're not going to turn you away. No. Okay, they're not going to turn you away. If you end up, uh, don't know if you can come or you end up deciding to come late, you can come to Lynch Ranch. They'll definitely gladly take your donation. Again, just a wonderful event. Great people involved in that night. I hope the weather goes well. I hope the night goes well. If you're going to be out of town, if you're not going to be able to make it, please consider a donation. Maybe buy a ticket. Uh, maybe somewhere on there it says, hey, unable to attend, but hey, here's two tickets for someone. It doesn't matter. Wonderful uh, event. Wonderful calls right here under the water tower that, like you like you mentioned, Derek, the crew of Fernando uh, has been involved with this group for quite a while. Uh, gave a good donation the other day, and we hope that it makes a, a, a world of uh, difference in uh, young people's lives. It's definitely uh, important to us. Well, let's turn our attention to next weekend, okay? Next weekend, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago, the Hernando Farmer's Market will be partnering up with 
the DeSoto County Earth Day celebration, which will be next Saturday, April 23rd from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. There will be over 50 exhibitors on the south side of the square. Direct Shred will be there. So if you're wanting to get some documents uh, shredded and don't want to pay the fees for them, come out. Direct Shred will, have, will be there ready to serve you there. 4-H will have demonstrations and live animals. There will be wonderful kids' crafts and activities. All the municipalities in DeSoto County will be participating. So everyone across the county will be represented. The DeSoto County and Hernando Animal Shelters will both be on site with animals for adoption. So really look forward to that next Saturday. Saturday. Everything we're about to talk about is going to be happening next weekend. So a very busy weekend right here in Hernando, Saturday, April 23rd, Earth Day celebration. Later that night, the Palmer Home will be having their Mud Bug Bash, their wonderful Mud Bug Bash. I'm, what number, Derek? Is it's a uh, 18th annual. 18th annual Mud Bug Bash. I would be lying if I said I haven't attended some of these <laughs> and had a good time. I yeah. enjoy I enjoy crawfish. I enjoy people, and I enjoy. Uh, Crawfish. Let me go back to that. Uh, Derek, tell us more about that. Again, Matt, as you said, it's the 18th annual Mud Bug Bash. It will be from 6 to 10 p.m. That's 6 to 10 p.m. on Panola Street in Hernando, just off the Hernando Square. Now, the last two years, this has been virtual. Well, semi-virtual, kind of a drive-through. You would come up. The first year was a strict drive-through. Last year, it was a drive-through, and you could kind of get out and walk around, but not really a party, Um, you know, not a – as large as it usually is. But again, this year, full party, April 23rd, 6 to 10 p.m., Panola Street. They'll block off the whole street. You'll be able to have you, – you can buy your tickets. You can, you'll get a wristband. Uh, you'll have – there will be libations there. You'll be able to eat you know, your fill of crawfish. There'll be selling auction items to bid on. There will be a band. So, again, come out and enjoy all the proceeds or all the net proceeds, I should say, uh, will go to the Palmer Home. They'll go to support the Palmer Home. We Of course, if you're anywhere from around here, the Palmer Home – is the uh, children's home that is out just outside of town on Baldwin Road. Does a great, great ministry they have out there. Uh, they, their headquarters is now here. They, they used to be in Columbus and Hernando. They, they shut down their Columbus campus, moved all of the uh, children up here. Uh, the host families are up here. Uh, and so we've got a very good, uh, if you've never been out to the Palmer home, I do suggest you look more into it. Uh, if, you know, again, if you're into uh, maybe fostering a child or doing anything like that, they do a, such a wonderful job and they're such an asset to Hernando. And the, the, the net proceeds, this is their largest fundraiser and the net proceeds will be going to support the Palmer home. So again, please, if you have nothing to do, Next Saturday, April 23rd, please come out and support the Palmer Home by purchasing uh, the ticket to the Mudbud Bash. And in the meantime, you get to, again, enjoy libations, enjoy crawfish, and enjoy a good time. Derek, sadly, I will be spending uh, that weekend... The entire weekend, Friday and Saturday night, and then Sunday uh, in Decatur, Alabama, mm. for a soccer tournament. Got to take Wilson over there for a soccer tournament. So not very happy about that because I do enjoy the mud bug I'm, bash. I'm gonna say that you're not gonna have the same kind of crawfish in Decatur, Alabama. No, I no. will not be seeking out crawfish there in Decatur. Be a lot different, but uh, I wish the uh, people at the Palmer Home uh, well, and I wish all the people attending Mud Bug Bash definitely well as well, and uh, have some crawfish uh, for me. Well, Derek, wrapping up our Desoto County shoutouts with one more thing on that weekend next Sunday. Um, I just want to go ahead and say, for those of y'all that don't know, Hernando has a very good Meals on Wheels program. Uh, Derek, you and I both know personally people that are heavily involved. Uh, it's actually based out in Hernando. It's based out of the Hernando Methodist Church, which we both attend. Uh, and they just do a wonderful job. They work so hard. Uh, we have a, a good friend of ours that we, we know that uh, his aunt is heavily involved in it. It's something that's definitely near and dear to her heart, and it continues to grow. Meals on Wheels in Hernando will be having something next Sunday. Tell us about it next Sunday. Uh, an antique car show on the square. So we, we've seen this before with A-Fairs and stuff, but this is going to be just an antique car show by itself on the square next Sunday, April 24th. The admission is free. 
It is from 2 to 5 p.m. Again, next Sunday, again, if we can get a day like this, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, Sunday, April 24th, 2 to 5 p.m. on the square. Uh, this will all of the, again, you said the mission is free. However, obviously, they'll be taking donations exactly. for the Meals on Wheel. They'll be looking for volunteers for the Meals on Wheel. So this is kind of an exposure for them. Also, you get to see some pretty cool cars, pretty cool collections uh, from around the area. Come out that day for three hours, be able to walk around the square, just take in a beautiful spring day and be able to look at some really nice cars and hopefully that you'll decide to monetarily support just a wonderful organization so again uh the, you have two things on saturday and then that sunday april 24th 2 to 5 p.m on the square the antique car show benefiting the meals on wheels Derek, again, just a testament to how awesome Hernando is. Um, right outside of Memphis, you know, 18,000 people, give or take, the last census, but still has that small town feel. Mm -hmm. An antique car show right there on the town square. I mean, it doesn't get more American and more, uh, you know, small town than that. So congratulations to Meals on Wheels. Good luck with that inaugural event. Get out there next Sunday. Hopefully catch good weather and uh, just enjoy that wonderful event. Thank you so much for doing that, uh, Hernando Meals on Wheels. Well, Derek, I know somebody that has definitely uh, supported, and we mentioned him being a part of our men's group and definitely helps and supports there, uh, a giving person to the community, whether it be Mills on Wheels or songwriter event or any of that type of stuff like there. I speak, of course, about Jerry Holland and Bruce Robinson with Holland Insurance, located in South Haven, but ready to serve all DeSoto County residents. Holland Insurance has been in business since 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch, whether it's health, life, property, casualty, auto, any insurance need that you have, contact Holland Insurance. They work with some of the largest insurance companies in the world, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Kemper, Liberty Mutual, Nationwide. Tell them your needs. Tell them your budget. They can pair you up with the company that's right for you. Give them a call at 662-895-5528. Again, 895-5528. If you possess a Mississippi insurance license and are looking to do something a bit different, contact Bruce and Jerry about possibly joining one of the fastest growing insurance companies in the Mid-South, Holland Insurance, an independent insurance agency that's ready to listen to your needs, listen to your budget, and put you with the right group. Call them again, 662-895-5528. Sunday, May 1st, North Point Christian School will have its next preview of the point for lower school grades, senior kindergarten through sixth grade. The event will be at 2 p.m. and will give prospective families an opportunity to tour the school and meet with administration to see if North Point Christian School is the right fit for your family. Grades are filling up quickly with upper school and preschool grades having a waiting list. So they encourage you to register for this event quickly by calling Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. North Point Christian is excited that so many families are looking to Christian education. They have had an influx of new students over the last two years and continue to see excitement for 2022-2023. So please don't delay. Call and register today. They have also asked me to ask Matt real quickly to encourage you to call even if you have questions about upper school or preschool as they can't add you to a wait list and accommodate you if possible. Derek, you and I make jokes about being busy and having different uh, things going on, job-related and stuff like that, but we're no busier than uh, all the different wonderful parents, wonderful people that, that work and live here under the water tower each and every day. Um, but part of my busyness consists of running and owning Mobile Car and Van Rental right here in Hernando, located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce, really just uh, 100 yards from the interstate, staring at the main intersection right here in Hernando. We are ready to serve you cars, trucks, vans, especially passenger vans. If you are traveling for this summer, please 
Think about your travel plans. Go ahead and call Mobile Car and Van Rental if you want to rent from us. We are filling up fast. Man, I just I, I can't talk about it enough and encourage people to just contact us as early as possible. There yesterday we took care of a church in Batesville, Mississippi. They booked vans about uh, about two months ago. Um, had some insurance issues. Megan worked tirelessly so they could have their Easter event. That's the kind of service that you're going to get from Mobile Car and Van Rental. Give us a call. Megan, our manager, she works really, really hard to give you the kind of service that most of the big companies, the enterprises, the budgets, uh, no offense, they just don't care that much to put you in a car like we do here at Mobile Car and Van Rental. Call us today, 662-469-4555, 662-469-4555. The only car rental place in Hernando, Mobile Car and Van Rental. Well, Derek, since our last show had some uh, action on the uh, baseball and soccer pitch, tell us all about it. So we start, as we always do with North Point soccer, the Trojans took on Crosstown High School at North Point on Tuesday, and the Trojans were able to come away with a 5-2 to victory. Scoring started with a shot on target by Ethan Peripache, followed by a putback by Brody Erber for goal number two. Eli Bailey scored the third goal, bending a corner kick into the opposite corner of the goal. The score was 3-0 at halftime, and then into the second half, the Trojans got up 4-0 to nil on a beautiful cross to Adam Knighton, who put it in the back of the net. Crosstown got a goal off a free kick, but then Eli Bailey got his second goal of the match to make it 5-1, cruising to the 5-2 victory. The Trojans are now 5-2, 2-1 in district, and face an extremely tough district match Thursday night against St. George's. Now moving on to the North Point softball. The girls' softball team took on Harding in a district matchup, and it was all Trojans winning 17-2. Libby Sowell got the win going three innings with two strikeouts. Sowell was also 3-for-3 with six RBIs at the plate. Kate Hubbard was 3-for-4 with three RBIs. Hastings was 3-for-3 with three RBIs. And Claire Chambliss had two RBIs. The team is now 5-3, 4-0 in district, and their next game is Thursday night at Olive Branch. Now moving to the baseball side for the Trojans. The Trojans faced off in game two of their two-game series with ECS, trying to win the series. ECS was hoping for a split. The Trojans got up 2-1 before seeing ECS take the lead 3-2. Hudson Brown had a three-RBI double to push the score to 5-3 and then came in to relieve James Smith to make sure that score would stand. Smith gets the win going five innings with 11 strikeouts, and as mentioned, Brown gets the save. Brown also had four RBIs overall. Connor McNatt had the other RBI. The Trojans are now 14-4, 5-1 in district, and were scheduled to play Cordova at Cordova Thursday night, but the Wolves' field was too flooded, so the Trojans will now face Briarcrest at Briarcrest Friday night. Moving to Lewisburg, going east. The Lady Patriots had a doubleheader against Tipton Rosemark on Tuesday before the Storms came in. In the first game, the Lady Patriots won three to nothing, with E. Abrams going all seven innings and getting ten strikeouts for the win. Jalen Taylor had two hits and two of the three RBIs. Aubrey Williams also had two hits. In game two, that started 15 minutes later. The lack of offense in the first game did not carry over to the second game. The team has battled back and forth, and Lewisburg comes out on the right end of an 11-9 victory. Uh, H. Lott had three hits, and Jalen Taylor, Liana Stokes, and Aubrey Williams had two RBIs each, with all three of them having home runs. Alyssa Harville also had a home run, a solo shot. Abrams and Raggett combined for the win, both having three strikeouts each. The Lady Patriots are now 17-6-1 and and will be back in action Thursday night as they close out district play against Center Hill. Now moving to Lewisburg baseball. This was a bit of a shocker there, Matt. Lewisburg welcomed DeSoto Central to the Berg, riding a 19-game winning streak 
and a number two state ranking. The problem was DeSoto Central has a great baseball history of their own and producing great talent, and they did not care. DeSoto Central got two in the second, two in the third, and then 14 in the fourth and would have kept going, but the game was stopped due to rain. The game was suspended with two outs in the fourth, and they will now finish the series in unique fashion. So I didn't. I kind of understand maybe where this is coming from, but I'm going to read it to you first, Matt. Game two will be played Thursday night at DeSoto Central, and then game one will be resumed at noon on Friday with school being out, and then they will turn around and play game three immediately after the conclusion of game one. Because it's back at the same field. Back at the same field, and I think also to possibly allow another day's rest for those pitchers that were throwing the first game, the game one to maybe come back in. So, again, you know, it depends on how that's going to work out, but it's going to be two, finish one, and then three. This is an interesting way to finish the series, and we will report how that comes out on our Tuesday show. Man, I am going to go out on a limb and say that DeSoto Central wins at least one of those games. But Lewisburg, that is, uh, the, what a waste! It's yeah. eighteen to nothing. It's 18 to Throw nothing some now. kid out there, just b- batting practice. Let's do this. Get a few outs. Win eighteen to four, and be done with it. That's, yeah, that, I mean, because so I think if it was a non-conference game, it would have actually been called after the third inning for a fifteen-run rule. Right. But because it's a district game, there is a ten-run after five. But again, they're still with two outs in the fourth. Um, now Lewisburg can still get to twenty wins because they could actually win tonight, Thursday yes. night before they have to finish the game one. Lewisburg remains 21-1, and 6-0, and since there has not been a complete game since our last show. But they got skull drug, 18-0. <laughs> they got they're destroyed. Get, they're getting uh, – 18-0 is shocking. a beatdown. Whoever, whoever the kid is that pitched in the 14th, 14-run uh, inning, uh, we're going we're gonna to bench him for a little while. Yeah, well, I, I hope it was multiple kids yes. trying to find an answer because, yes. wow. Uh, all right, now moving to uh, Hernando under the water tower. Hernando softball, the Lady Tigers faced South Haven in a district matchup and got the win to push their record to 21-6 and six and stay perfect in the district. The game against DeSoto Central the next night was rained out and will be played Thursday night as the Tigers push toward the playoffs. And finally, Hernando baseball. Hernando traveled to Cleveland Central for a good test and came out victorious with a 7-3 victory. Luke Roman got the win, going two and two-thirds innings, giving up three runs on three hits and striking out five. Preston Johnson and Tyler Sullivan came on in relief to finish out the game. Romine and Hallis Lawson had multiple hits for the Tigers. The Tigers are now 17-6, and 9-0, and will face Whitehaven again for another non-conference game Thursday night. And again, uh, podcast listeners, the Tigers, are, uh, they've already clinched their situation in, in the playoffs, so they're kind of playing different games, com- trying to be as competitive as possible to stay ready and warm for the playoffs, which will happen not next week, but the following. I think the ne- think next week will be first round. Right, which they get that. a bye. And that's another reason it's very important for DeSoto Central and Lewisburg to wrap that up because they are district foes, and that's probably going to be determining first and second in that district. Very, very interesting. Congratulations to all the young people. Um, getting to have a wonderful season. Uh, I mean, days like today that this is baseball and softball weather i mean it's absolutely yeah. perfect beautiful weather outside on this thursday afternoon so congratulations to y'all and uh we'll definitely be cheering you on right here uh, from the podcast and we'll be uh, we look forward to reporting for the rest of the year especially the playoffs well derek at this point we typically begin to sign off but let me go ahead and say everybody as you mentioned a few moments ago everyone knows most of our listeners know uh it is holy week as we record on monday thursday uh, that is going to be the day that they had the last supper then uh, Good Friday is obviously Jesus' death on the cross. And then on the third day would be Easter Sunday uh, when Jesus rises again, which um, 
Again, we encourage people on our Friday shows to attend church. Uh, I'll do that again on this one, except this coming Sunday is a special day. This is what it's all about. Don't just make Easter Sunday the only day you take your kids and your family to church. Our youth group at Hernando Methodist continues to grow. And I, I, I say that these young people are yearning and longing for this. Um, don't let society tell you any different. Uh, they're looking for a family. They're looking for, and I'm not talking about Hernando Methodist ourselves. I'm talking about just in general. They can either open the Bible or, or open the next app, and that's kind of where we are. Uh, I don't mind saying that. Um, so I just want to encourage everyone to attend this Easter Sunday, but don't just attend on Easter Sunday. Find a church home. Find a place that you can be comfortable. Find a pastor you enjoy. Find a group that you enjoy, and please consider continuing to go past this coming Sunday. Man, I agree. There'll be services. I'm sure there'll be some church services at some religions tonight. Yeah. Uh, Holy Thursday, there'll be services. I know our church has a seven o'clock service. Good Friday. Uh, typically, I know in the Methodist and the Catholic churches and maybe other churches, they do have some type of observance. Uh, some are self-guided. Some could be, you know, we have one uh, that's seven o'clock tomorrow night. And then as you mentioned, also uh, Easter Sunday, uh, churches will probably have multiple services allowing those families that may only or maybe still trying to find a church or may only do attend a couple times a year uh, to come. There will be, uh, I know ours has three, and I'm sure that multiple churches in the area have two to three services being offered Sunday morning. So again, uh, this is a not only a, a Christian week, uh, also a Jewish week. It is Passover uh, this week, and so the Jews will be celebrating Passover. So this is a lot of uh, meaning to this week, historically, for two of the major faiths, Christianity and, and Judaism. So take some time to, if, if not, if you're not a, a religious person, maybe even just meditate. But this is a very uh, awakening time, as, as the uh, the spring tells us, as a, it's a day of awakening, a, a season of awakening, of rebirth, and that carries over to what our beliefs are also. So just I hope that you can spend time uh, in reflection and meditation, thinking about what this week may mean to you personally, may mean to you, to your faith, uh, and then can show that in some way, form or fashion, especially if you're a religious person uh, on Sunday, just going to celebrate with people that you love, uh, hopefully in a, a church home that you have found. Absolutely. Derek, last night at the uh, youth group, most people know that I work with the high school boys and I told them, I said, Hey, you guys are old enough now. If you've never seen it, look for passion of the Christ. Um, it is an epic film. It's a life-changing film. Um, I highly recommend it to anyone. It is There are certain parts of it that are extremely difficult to watch. Um, you can figure that out by, by watching it, really. But just, you know, I, I told them, I said, hey, you guys are old enough now. Some of the stuff that you see on your phones or, or whatever, uh, you know, nothing to these, these kids. They're so desensitized. Um, but just watching what Jesus went through for us uh, so that one day we could be with him again, just tremendous. And um, again, happy Easter to everyone out there. Um, happy Easter to all of our friends, our our family across the, uh, you know, that are listening to us that maybe we couldn't be with you. And, uh, we love each and every one of you. You know who you are. And, um, again, he is risen. Uh, he is risen indeed. So, uh, well, if you enjoy our show, find us on Facebook at UTW podcast, Instagram, UTW podcast, and on Twitter at UTW pod, wherever you listen to our show, give us a five-star review, help us move up the ranks of local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, look for OB pod covering the Eastern side of DeSoto County. OB pod also deep dives into Lewisburg, Center Hill, and Olive Branch Athletics. OB Pod. Find it today. Well, Derek, happy Easter to you. Happy Easter to you and your family. Uh, we'll see you on Sunday uh, there at Hernando Methodist Church. I don't mind saying this. Hernando Methodist Church services are 8 o'clock, 930, and 11. That's 8 a.m., 930, and 11. We'd love to welcome you there at Hernando Methodist Church if you are interested. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Of my 
father's smile feels like I've been born.